Hello, world. Welcome to Good Conversation. I'm your good girlfriend, Latoya. And I am your good girlfriend, Shay. And we are back once again with this podcast. Mm-hmm. I feel like it, it, it's, it took a minute to get here, but you know what? We made it. Yes. And we are here. We are here. I'm going to go right into the music moment, which I have a couple of things. Um, Alicia Keys, the dire Alicia Keys turned 20 years old this year. What? 20. That is an album of albums. Now, I feel like people have mixed feelings when it comes to Alicia Keys because it's like, you know, her more recent work wasn't up to the, I guess, the standard that, that those first few albums were. And people have like turned off to her. But you know what? 20 years, that is a classic fucking album. It ain't going no goddamn where. It is here to stay. Play I it. love that album. It's so good. I think she was doing some shows as well. I don't know if she's still on tour, if she's just doing a special little show or two for the 20 year, you know, anniversary of the album. Um, mm-hmm. I she was getting some hate from one of the disc jockeys from Power 99 because about you, what? I think I think he has, has a conund like a, a beef with how she uh wound up married to that man that he ain't letting go. But I'm like, baby, they ain't got nothing to do with the music. What is, are we still talking about that? Apparently. It has been they have grown ass kids. Why are, do we give a fuck? It ain't got nothing to do with me. Um elsewhere in the music moment, Lex Pivot, uh Tyler or Tila Tyler, the colored girl. <laughs> not this the slave version <laughs> um she has a new single out called truth or dare let's go ahead for the pop girlies and stuff Nicki minaj announced her new album pink friday 2 it's going to come out this week so december 8th that album would be will be out and she is on her favorite app just cutting up every goddamn day hosting twitter spaces she going live she's doing this she's doing that god bless her What's happening in the, like, are we, ex- what's the feel? Is everybody excited? I mean, the barbs are beside themselves. Um, mm-hmm. I can't call myself a dedicated bar because I'm like, I don't be into it like that. I enjoyed the first Pink Friday. That was probably like the last Nicki Minaj album that I was like, oh, this is fun. Because it was like some pop shit and it had some rap shit on there. And I was really into the pop shit. Mm-hmm. And the rap shit just supplemented that. Not that her later, more, I guess, recent albums have been bad, but you know, I don't listen to that much rap music, honestly. But the Barbs are excited. The people, it's going to do what it does because the Barbs. Gotcha. Interesting. I'm interesting to see. I think she's putting out some new fragrances along with that. Good for her. She's home on a tour next year as well. Finally, in the music moment, which we'll go into greater detail later because a friendly reminder that this is a Beyonce podcast with other mm-hmm. things just sprinkled throughout. Beyonce released a new single alongside with her theatrical release of the Renaissance movie. The single is called My House. Do you have thoughts on the single? That's cool. I liked it. Um, cool. I also feel like it was like a Renaissance like deluxe edition throwaway or like mm-hmm. uh, this one, yeah. you know? It's not bad. It's just like it didn't fit with the overall, I felt, feel with, with Act 1. If there is an Act 2 coming, maybe it's going to be more towards like that. I feel like Renaissance is such a summer album for me that I'm not like, you know, like I ain't in that mode right now. Yeah, are you um, listening to your sad girl fall music? 
yeah so but it's cool it's cool i feel like i will go back and like check it out and listen to it eventually but right now i don't really care either way okay it is what it is with that being said how are you friend i'm good um last week was rough for me Mm. i don't know if i it was pms you know ultimately looking back (laughs) (laughs) it's always pms it's like it, it 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 just baffled me baffles me how surprised i be when you know you wake up and i'm like oh Everything leading to that moment makes absolute sense. Yes, that's why I was being dramatic. Got it. Mm. So it was PMS looking back on it because I did go and see the movie. We both went and saw the movie on Thursday. So that was a good time. And I was in there like getting very like misty eyed. And I was like, what the fuck? Is this like, is this, am I just, am I just in the cult too deep? Or like, am I just too deep in the cult or am like, I, am I really moved? Um, But I think it was just PMS to be be real with you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our good girlfriend had her holiday get together, her holiday gathering this weekend. I had an excellent time. Um, I ate really well. Mm -hmm. I slept so hard that night. When Mm. I say I I got some good just sleep. It, I slept so good. But yeah, that was my uh, week. Got some fun things planned with the fam for this week. So I'm excited. Um, but yeah, here we are. It's Monday again. It is cold. It's dark and sad outside. The winter blues are here. As somebody on Twitter asked if the sun was on a new setting because it has been getting dark by like 2 30 it's it's so it's funny because you know daylight savings time is not a new concept to people who've been on earth in the united states anyway for a decent amount of time yeah why does it why is it so jarring every time why is it so there's like data that says like people are off that 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 first week like the world is like well the united states anyway it's just like off car accidents heightened heart attacks heightened you know people are just out of their fucking minds i just i don't understand why we're not used to it yet i i think i don't know they just gotta stop playing with people's emotions um yeah. and just pass whatever laws that need to be passed and and get it get it away get it away I feel like the niggas in Alaska, you know, they be having all that darkness and shit. They plan for that. They know what's coming. They they plan for it. They act accordingly. My thing is, is that they have six months of complete darkness and we are just bitching over an hour of shift change. Yeah, it's basically a shift change. Like, <laughs> you, you motherfuckers months and years. Oh, whoa, it's me. Oh, the sun. Oh, my God. Those people wake up in ex- five o'clock all day. It is midnight all day. I read a book called The Great Alone, which is really good about a family that lives in Alaska. And they were talking about how like, um, like you have to prepare for the darkness because like, 
emotionally, mentally, physically, like it'll like consume you. And like, so they spend that time, the, the, the months before preparing to not be able to like, to like eat and like all that other kind of stuff. But they were living on like the tundra. So, you know, (laughs) like, it's not like they were in the city. They ain't in town, they got the streetlights. They were like in the tundra. So they had like to prepare because they knew like people would drink heavily when it got dark like because it's just like there's you know a lot of men are out of work and uh, but I don't know why we can't this whole this that that hour just super just I don't understand how the earth is such a fascinating place that literally is Alaska the only place that experiences that think so i'm sure there's like parts of of like that that area because it's like how is the earth out here spinning and rotating and them motherfuckers are just oh we they are just in the blind spot for six months out of the year just or however long it is i don't i don't know it's crazy i don't know it is wild to be in that blind spot i don't think i ever want to experience that shit Um, sleep gotta be fucked up royally on that yeah yeah, your circadian rhythm is all fucked up. There's like, no, yeah, I probably even don't even, you probably don't even PMS in the dark. You're just pissed off all the fucking time. The sleeping through the alarms, like the way oh. I would be sleep through that alarm. Because it ain't, because you know, I woke up late the other day and I was like, mm, it's a little brighter than usual, this bitch. And I'm like, lo and behold, I overslept. And I'm like, in the darkness, I'm just, I don't know if it's midnight, 2 a.m. or. <laughs> eight o'clock i'm late either way so bad it's so bad but yeah that's how i've been how are you um you know i I guess better than you but not i don't know i'm fine there ain't nothing going on um trying to get through some life issues Mm -hmm. that aren't like really bad things Mm -hmm. um just just shifting and seeing and trying to feel my way through the darkness as things are coming i feel like december is a very low-key busy month my family has released their calendar of events if you will Mm -hmm. um there are several parties and gatherings i missed out the first one because we had our good Mm -hmm. girlfriends um party on saturday so apparently i missed out on watching the polar express and drinking heavily with them which i'm like i ain't mad about that the polar express is their movie i have no idea just the jangle is such a better movie if you say so, I I feel like I've never saw Polar Express, but you know, I guess that's what the kids picked and that's what they went with. So you can never, I'll never let them kids pick. <laughs> Not you because guys. we will be watching Trolls, the first version, and I ain't interested. Let's watch something good. Um, you know, I I don't disagree with that. Um, they won't let me pick the movie because apparently I have a reputation of just watching Home Alone for most of my childhood. An effective that is an excellent Christmas movie. I, I would absolutely argue that it's probably one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. And a because fact. it's not just because it's for the children, essentially. There is uh mayhem, mm-hmm. foolishness. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the movie, there is a heartfelt message. So I don't understand what the fucking hoopla is with my family. I mean, they may have an issue with me watching it all summer, but we had to tape. So put my movie on and leave me the fuck alone. They wanted me to watch it. I love Home Alone. You know? 
That is top tier Christmas movie. What I said with my family, fuck them. Anywho. Uh, (laughs) Jingle Jangle is also really good on Netflix. Um, Agreed. Fantastic. Yep. So that's been my week. Just making it through the professional life, trying to get to the things and just keep my head afloat. That's Mm -hmm. about it. There's nothing I can complain. There's plenty I can complain about, but Mm -hmm. it is what it is. Here we are. One step at a time. Life is, uh, I think it's it's the end of the year. It doesn't necessarily feel like the end of the year for me. Um, it feels like we are like, it's it's December, honey. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't feel like, like 2023 was so fast. Like I, I, I'm, I don't even know where I'm going with this. Like I just, things don't feel right. I feel like you had a, a major shift this year too. So you're you're I feel yeah. like you've been in adjustment mode for about four months. Yes. <laughs> so that could be a lot. I feel like <laughs> I, I feel like I don't know. I feel like everybody's kind of in like this transition phase mm-hmm. of like what's going like it's you know, us and our good girlfriends are all like in this transition phases, new jobs, shifts at work, mm-hmm. shifts in real life this is pivoting, that is pivoting. And we're all just sitting there just holding on for dear life and whatever happens next happens next. And I'm like, you know, if you're, if you're one of our loyal listeners and you feel like that too, baby, good to know that we're not alone, but you are not alone as well. Yeah. We're just here floating the fuck through on this goddamn rock where we are the only ones who pay to be here. So the movie came out this week, last week. Let us find joy in that. That was the highlight of my week. Uh, me and my guy went to the movies where he promptly fell asleep very quickly in the movie, which was fine. Totally. Me and the young man next to me had a great time. Mm. We went to different movies, but we saw it the same day at the same time. Yes. Um, immediately, uh, our theater wasn't packed. Right. And you know, these new age movies, but they're assigned seating and all that other kind of shit. Yeah. Um, so we were kind of annoyed that we had to crawl over a whole bunch of people when there were seats available and we could have just sat in a free seat. So we get to the movie and you know, we miss every single preview. Yeah, so we don't know what happened there. Don't know. Um also a family comes in like 20 deep mm. um, and immediately the lady turns around and she said, I'm sorry, I'm going to scream. My son's on the, my son's in the movie. Oh, so. At least she had the, the forethought to be like. Yes. But the thing is, is that in the like opening credits, there's a, there's like, one of the visuals, like before anything ever happens, one of the visuals is like of her son. Mm. And so she like couldn't contain herself. Immediately screaming. Immediately started screaming. So then she she was like, listen, like my son's in the movie. Like, you know. Mm. Did they wild out? No. Mm. But it was some just. But they, but they were hype for their people, which I, I get that. Hey, listen, if I ever wind up on the big screen, if, if bitches ain't screaming when they see my big ass face on the screen, I, are we really friends? Yeah. And at the end of the movie, we find out that he was in the movies with us. So which was which was cute. That was a cute moment for him and his family. That's very nice. 
I mean, talk about like six degrees of separation, you know? Mm -hmm. So it was, it was kind of cool for him and his family to kind of watch and see it. Um, they, they weren't turning up and wilding like some of these, um, some of these theaters that I've seen. Um, how was your group? I, our group was very chill. Mm -hmm. Um, everybody was just dancing and bopping along in their seats. There was no outbursts or anything like that. Probably just me saying, turn it up every song because I was like I feel like I, I wanted to be in the fucking music and I feel like you have the sound system in this place for me to be Are you in IMAX? No but it was like okay. you, you got 50 goddamn speakers in this bitch. Like, <laughs> I want to feel the fucking bass up coming through my chest at this point like turn that motherfucker up god damn but you know we were jigging and dancing not up out of our seats but everybody's in their seats just you know every you know the people are taking their little videos of them doing everybody on mute and shit like that um but nobody was in there doing anything disruptive i would say the theater wasn't packed especially for a thursday showing i feel like most people don't know that you can most friday movies they have thursday night showings that's usually when i go see shit because it's usually like 12 of us in that motherfucker um, and that's it. But it was, it was, you know, it was people in that bitch. We sang, we enjoyed it. Might have shed a thug tear or two mm -hmm. during the, the the movie. Um, I talked with one of the the people at the job because she's a Taylor Swift fan, and she, I was like, you know, she was asking me how the Beyonce stuff. I was like, oh, it's really good. You know, it's like it takes parts of the show, and then you know, you get some of the behind the scenes and how the show was created and Beyonce's like personal journey to getting the show going together and during the show yada yada and i was like oh how was the taylor swift one because you know i wouldn't pay money for that i'll ask Correct. and she was like oh no that was just the show it was literally just the concert oh, okay no extra like stuff so i was like oh, okay that's different um because i'm not used to that type of feel unless i'm like actually watching like a like i have a i feel like i have an old dvd of like an evanescence tour and it was literally just that show that made sense because I bought the, the CD for the live show and then got the live show DVD with it. I didn't is think it one show or is it like with Taylor parts? Swift? No, with Evanescence. In it was just that one. It was like a one night in Paris type John. It was just oh, okay. that show. Okay. Yeah. And this is hello, but yeah. So I was like, okay, that I understand. But I was like, put that, I guess it, I guess it gave people who didn't get a chance to see like the entire show for Taylor Swift to see the entire show in its entirety. And you know, different creative mm -hmm. minds do, are going to do different things. Which I, uh, so I really enjoyed the movie. Like that's a hundred percent fact. I thought it was really, really good. I love a good Beyonce documentary because she talks to us. Mm. Um, that part right there. Yeah, she talks to us and, you know, I, I, I enjoy a good Beyonce documentary. I was thinking about all of the documentaries and all of the live shows. And um, it makes me want to go back and watch um, Coachella. It makes me want to watch Life is But a Dream. I think I started watching that a couple weeks ago and I got very emotional. I was like, I need to cut this off. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> so... Life is But a Dream is one of my favorites um, mm. just because she's pregnant and, you know, it's a lot going. It's just, to me, it's very personal, mm. um, which I did like that piece um, when it came to Renaissance because I felt like it was very personal. Um, we got to see the children, all of them. 
got to talk about Blue and her journey and being mm-hmm. on stage, her as a mother and what that felt like for her to be on stage with her kid and, you know, how that decision was not a necessarily easy one. The the background stories of the the set design, the fact that they got three different stages going at one time. And like these big animatronics are how moving they, in how, and out. You know, we doing this one, but the other two were on the way to their next destinations and, and one is getting taken down and while one is up and one is on the way. It, that was amazing. That's right. So in like all of that, like you don't think about that goes on the production of the show, especially of this like magnitude and scale. Like, you know, you might see, like I've been to a a few shows this year Mm -hmm. where it's like anything from Vegas residency that is just, that's that person's space. It's not changing, right? Mm -hmm. Like the way Adele designed that stage is how it is. How Usher designed that stage is how it is. They just got to show up every, you know, three nights of the week that they're doing the show down to like a show at like the TLA or the Fillmore where it's just like, okay, bring your shit day yeah. of, and it might be two boxes and a goddamn somewhere for the drummer to sit type situation and that's it. But the magnitude of, and then seeing something bigger, like a, a arena show, like scissors show where it's like, okay, there is some shit we got to put together and we got to suspend her in the air and put her around here and this, that, and the third to being like then seeing Beyonce's fucking show and then realizing okay she's doing two nights in this city one night in that city um Pittsburgh never got their fucking show god bless um you know that this is a moving fucking machine so the Philly show is this day but we're about to be down over in where the fuck ever so that that stage is getting set up already we're doing a show in Philly. Y'all take this shit. Y'all leapfrog our asses and take that shit to Atlanta and build that. Like the 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 fucking logistics of that is fucking ridiculous. And then back to you folks who are in the motherland that is Africa wondering why she won't go there. This is why <laughs> you don't have the infrastructure. Yeah, that's for such things. It sucks. The the tour buses, the trucks, the the crew, the staff, the the team that it takes to put on a show of that magnitude, how involved she was. Like, I, something that uh, one of my aunts said to me the other day was she was like, it's amazing how Beyonce is able to be so grounded. Mm. Um, Because when you have that much like power and influence, and I was thinking about this this week as well, like just about the, the sheer amount of power and influence that she has, like in the wrong hands, that could be so dangerous. Like I know we throw around that word cult, like you know, haha, fun, fun, fun. What? But like, if she was really about like some negative ass shit, like that could be so dangerous. She has the influence of so many people, and it's it's a little, it's almost like scary to see. I mean, Taylor Swift also has that that power and that influence over her, like. Swifties yeah Swifties um and they because they listen they 10 toes down for Taylor at all costs anything she do anything she put out they buy that shit 10 times over they show up they show the fuck out they they love fucking Taylor Swift um and I believe that the beehive does the same for Beyonce but like 
to be to remain as grounded as she has been after being famous for more than, I feel like for for more than half her life for, for most of her life famous <laughs> she has regard. been famous or like a household name um I think she's she's been white people famous white people famous is different right yes but like we have known Beyonce everybody black folks have known Beyonce since the beginning um but the ability to not let your ego take over, not let your like selfish mind take over and to be that grounded and to be a businesswoman, an artist, a performer, and, and do all of these things well, a mom, a wife. That's amazing to me. It was so empowering. It was yeah. so empowering. I'm like, because again, going back to the cultist stuff, right? People mm -hmm. are like, I left that film inspired to be better and to do more. Yeah. It's just, and then it's like, well, are we in the cult? <laughs> but it's not like I felt inspired to do more for her. No. It absolutely. was like I felt internally inspired to like be a better version of myself because if anybody works their ass off, like she's somebody who works their ass off. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like I work my ass off, but I also take breaks. Yeah. And I'm not, and I don't subscribe to like grind culture or anything like that to where I feel like you got to run yourself into the ground to be successful. Ew. But, but that's how she was. That's how she was developed as an artist is mm -hmm. run yourself into the ground to be the best so that's what she does and and she talks about finding balance in in this stage of her life she's in her 40s her kids is growing up I have questions about if she's truly able to drop them kids off at school every day where's this school <laughs> yeah. I just, I just want to know, like, are you, you Cardi B in it? Like, are you just in the vehicle? All right now. Because <laughs> I'm like, if this school is in the living room, then sure. <laughs> like, like I have to wake up, wash my ass and make sure y'all get down there to, you know, knee knee the fucking teacher or whoever the fuck, you know? Like, so what, I mean, whatever, that's silly. But I, I, I just felt like it just was really... It was really and, powerful to see. And I think the, the biggest part, especially of being a, a big fan of Beyonce, is that she don't talk to us. Like how a Nicki Minaj has an album coming out and Nicki's like, okay, I'm going to hop on Twitter spaces and just yeah, talk, talk to, us. And that's okay. to you know, myself for 15 minutes while people listen. And Nicki will tweet at her friend, fans and retweet their shit and yada, 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 and have actual conversations with her, her people. Beyonce don't do that. And I'm like, listen, at a certain point, because damn if she do, don't, damn if she don't. Even with this movie being released and it goes overseas mm -hmm. and it's distributed to Israel and mm. people are in there with their flags and they're singing, you know, you won't break my soul. And people were like, how can Beyonce do this? It's like, baby, that's not, that's not, she she's not in charge of distro on the movie. It's the deal is with these people and they push it out from there. Like, what y'all want her to do? They want her to do be every anything and everything that they aren't holding other artists to a certain standard. And like that's how you get people saying, "Oh my God, she bleached her skin." That was very silly. You guys argued a lot about that. You guys made that um, 
You guys made that a deep ass conversation when it really did need to be. She has platinum blonde hair in a silver like ball ballroom gown. Beyonce ain't never been a, a real dark skinned girly. If anything, I feel like she's like our good girlfriend that kind of mm-hmm. like all summer she's outside. So she the black's really blacking. But in the winter, she's pale because, you know, I ain't in the sun all fucking day. Why did y'all, why y'all messing with her about, y'all get my nerves. That's a very light skin, all the light skin folks have that plight. That's they not a, a Beyonce specific not a plight. Beyonce specific plight. It's light skin people in lighting. She had a wig that washed her out, really. That's, That's really the basis here. Um, So I don't know why we're acting obtuse about that. I just, it just it's so dumb and silly to you know now be in the the self-hating and the distance they all made it weird. pretty privilege and like oh God. i also like to say about the movie is that i could not find a show because i'm off on mondays right mm-hmm. so i was trying to find me a little showing to get to mm-hmm. girl nothing you know we were duped no, see, now I've been doing my research. Mm-hmm. It does seem like the movie is still going to be playing in theaters, maybe special to AMC from here on out, but on the weekends. I'm seeing Thursday showings not too far from where I am, mm-hmm. but I will say my local theater does not have any showings. But I feel like I was going to go this weekend and then that shit was going to be on Netflix next Saturday. I mean, we still ain't forgot about that Netflix deal. I I wanna I wanna be able to see it when I wanna see it. Don't make me have to buy no fucking DVD. Don't piss me off. Still, she still and what about that merch drop mid-movie on Thursday night? And girl, don't be texting me. I didn't buy not a damn thing. I, there was nothing to buy. It was gone in 33 seconds. Listen, did I Good. did I have some did I want to be notified when something was available? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes. Um, but I have bought the tickets. I done bought merch. I bought merch before the album even came the fuck out. I bought the fucking album. I got this damn fragrance that you smell. We we have the fragrance. Anyway. We have the fragrance. Shout out to shout out to the the team for sending i feel me like i still phone. have a, a a a faint smell of it even though i've washed my ass twice so uh the fragrance came in it is beautiful i like it i definitely enjoy it it's definitely not for it's for a particular girl mm. i don't know if it's unisex it's giving ladies um because it's very light. It's very it's, it's very light. It's a floral fragrance. Mm. I'm trying to figure out the bottle is very uh Renaissance themed. Mm. Um, but to me, the actual fragrance does not feel like that. So I'm if I can get deep for a second. I mean, it's your podcast, honey. I'm just here. Is it indicative of Beyonce where she's soft and sweet on the inside but she has this like persona exterior where it's just different and gaudy and dramatic so the outside is Sasha Fierce but the inside is Beyonce yeah I don't know maybe I'm being too deep 
<laughs> Maybe I'm being too deep, but I like it. It's cute. It's is it worth two hundred dollars? No, yeah, not for that amount. No, not at all. You're gonna have to give me a big bottle for that. Mm. But it's cute. It's cute, and I like it. It's very unique. I like the bottle. It's pretty, but yeah, but yeah, cute. But the, overall, I thought the movie was excellent. The show just. Seeing the show again was a good time. And it didn't have all... So my thing is, so uh, going back to like the Taylor Swift where it was the concert for three mm -hmm. hours, right? This was, even though this was a long run for what I feel like is a documentary, two and a half hours, because you go, you're mm -hmm. going in and out from show to, you know, behind, behind the scenes from the show to, oh, we're in Houston and this mm -hmm. is what happened and to the show, yada, 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 whatever, right? It was not the full concert. So folks who paid their firstborn child to go see the show versus folks who paid, you know, $20 to go see the show, it, it wasn't two different experiences, but it was not the entire show. Yeah, there were some, um, like, Thick wasn't performed in most of the most of the show yeah for the most in my mind was not performed yeah most shows. <laughs> so it was to me it was still good it still felt new it did i i was um you could tell in there too she does pro shots so like and what i mean by that is that all of that footage that you saw from the like the close-ups more so probably weren't from live shows Mm -hmm. I feel like she's enough of a perfectionist. She was like, we're going to run this entire fucking show just for camera work. And we're going to use that to splice in with actual footage from shows, fan footage from TikTok or wherever, yada, yada, yada. So I appreciate that attention to detail. Fantastic. Fan-fucking-tastic. I thought it was really good. Really, um, again, it was very inspiring. It's a good fucking show, just in general. It's like a good show. Um, the guy did not go to the concert and again for the time that he was awake um, he had a great time there you go good for him <laughs> let's let's shift right I feel like there's been like this theme on mm -hmm. you know there's always something that people are arguing about mm -hmm. and one thing that sparked my interest this week was somebody had tweeted out when did you realize your friend hated you mm. And I was going through just the, the threads and all that stuff. First of all, men, sh shut the fuck up. Because, who you know, women are saying they make the best friends. But look at these folks. Like, shut up. Stay in men's business. If y'all over there just all, if the epitome of your friendship is getting together and watching football and drinking beer and no deep connection, let that be. There are some people <laughs> who probably want a little bit more than that. They tend to have vaginas, right? And some shitty things happen in these friendships, mm -hmm. which in turn sparked us to this damn TikTok story. And now I feel like it's along the same vein of like, when did you realize your friend hated you? Yeah. So in terms of the TikTok story, so you 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 are on the TikToks. I am not. So you probably have context that I don't have. I mean, we'll um, get there together. So... In all actuality, group is out. Group of friends is out. Uh, friend A is out with her boyfriend. Friend B is cold. Friend A's boyfriend says, here, here's my hoodie. You are now warm. <laughs> friend B 
does not return said hoodie. Mm-hmm. Friend B also makes a I don't know when the sandwich comes in, honey, but it, it's it's a it's a regular occurrence. <laughs> but friend B um makes creates some content around styling this hoodie. It is a very regular as Nike hoodie. We talking black. <laughs> Check. <laughs> you know, very, very regular ass Nike hoodie. So she makes this content around styling this hoodie that is this girl's boyfriend. Um, and then I think the sandwich comes in where she says, uh, I don't know how the sandwich works itself into I the think So friend B basically was like, Oh, I want to thank you for, you know, letting me borrow your hoodie that night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I bought a sandwich from this place you like, just come by before work and grab it type situation. Friend A is mm-hmm. like, girl, the fuck? Mm-hmm. Why are you, why? Like, and this is like, apparently her boyfriend works at very early. So she like, mm-hmm. went, friend B went out of her way early in the morning to get up and go to the, this regular spot, wherever it is get this sandwich and have it ready for him at the apartment, like come by and get it type situation. Um, and friend B was doing a lot of just shit like that, posting on social media in the hoodie, going, trying to do this sandwich thing, you know, putting him in her close friends type shit. Like just, just behavior acts like, girl, what is going on? Um, now granted the boyfriend ain't ugly. Not ugly. Very attractive. I think that matters. Doesn't matter, but yeah, very attractive Asian male. Okay. It looked like he worked out good. He he, he mm-hmm. drinking milk or something. I don't know. Um, but friend A, you know, basically went on, on TikTok and was doing like one of those get ready me with me story times where we just learn about everybody's fucking detailed life and was saying, like, you know, this is all the things she had that happened, and that's why we had a falling out. Um, and then you know, friend B made her response tape to it and she tried to explain away all the situations that um the girl friend a basically had put out and i was just like do i even care at this point anymore it's just a lot the question is the question for for us is is she who is she doing is girlfriend is friend a doing too much or is friend b just a good friend I feel like friend B was doing a lot in certain situations, right? Yeah. Because it was some stuff that was just completely unnecessary. But I think she was trying to flip, like flip, like trying to throw the hoodie situation posting on social media, like under the rug. It was just like, I just happened to have it on and I was posting no, stuff. No, bitch. See, that's, that's you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's where you're wrong. What do you mean you just happened to have it on? It don't belong to you. Not yours. Give it back. Why didn't you just give it back the next day? Give it back. It just it just sounded fair. Like everything she tried to explain away. I was like, girl, but you still look like you you trying some shit. And I I I have no qualm with that girl being like, I don't want you near my boyfriend. I don't want to be friends with you no more. That's just that's how the cookie crumbles, baby. That's cool. Mm-hmm. If that's what it's gotta be. But, you know, you came up with, you know, you was coming up with, you were reaching for what the fuck ever. Just reaching. 
it's about the boundary, right? I think there was a boundary crossed. You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily like, oh, you want to fuck my man. You know, we haven't gotten there. We're not there yet. I mean, it was. I feel like we're heading down that junction. The issue is, is that you took this man's hoodie, you know, out of the, you know, he gives you the hoodie. It's a nice hoodie, whatever. Sure. Um, I, like I could see you know you 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 now you now you're wearing it around the house <laughs> you making videos no give it back give it back how do y'all hold on here's my thing when you let somebody borrow something this is just common fucking curse get them they, get them they shit back it's not yours to keep i agree yeah it is not yours to keep so, you need to give people they shit back. Right. So I think about our good girlfriend and we were at her house, right? Her boyfriend is a bit beefier than what she is. So that means I can probably fit into... I've I've borrowed mm-hmm. a hoodie from him when I was at... Ooh, it's a little chilly, bro. You got, you got a little something I could put on my shoulders. Mm-hmm. And before I leave the damn junction, oh, bro, I left your hoodie right there on the couch. Thanks for letting me go ahead and do. That's all. Or like, damn... I forgot to I forgot to leave it there. Let me, when next time I go over there, I'm gonna bring your shit back, washed and folded. Yes. What is wrong with y'all? What do y'all? That is the, and that is just the common courtesy that I think these these children don't understand, right? Because we're old bitches now. Yeah. Because y'all think y'all are entitled to people's shit. You think you're entitled to people's shit. You think you and you think you you you, you just you're doing. You, you think it's cute. It ain't cute. I didn't think the sandwich shit was it nice? Was it a nice gesture? Yes, but why? It's too much. Why? It's that those like the punishment not fitting the crime. The yeah. reward is not worth what you got. I'm not buying no nigga no damn sandwich because you let me wear my let him wear you know a hoodie and this is ain't a nigga birthday? like we. It ain't a birthday. It we is, ain't cool like that. Know, we don't have a relationship outside of us me knowing your girlfriend type of situation. So it just it seems weird. It's weird dog behavior. Die? Your dog didn't die. Like it just seems really weird when you do something like that. Yeah, keep it cute, bitch. That ain't it. Keep it cuter than that. I'm not saying that you want to fuck him. You, you're just being nice, but it's the meaning behind it. Why you get up at 4 a.m. to head down to Subway to be the first in fucking line to buy this man a meatball fucking parm? <laughs> not a meatball parm. I don't like it. I don't like it. I agree with you. I think everybody just needs to calm the fuck down. My thing is, if it ain't paying you, bro, just let it go. I don't know. People are fucking weird. So that, it it, it really brought me back to the, like, when did you realize your friend wasn't your friend type shit? Some of y'all just trifling. Yeah, some people are trifling, yeah. Just fucking trifling. There was one girl on that thread that basically said she let this girl stay with her rent-free for a year with her and her boyfriend. She said the girl was sneaking people in the house at night, would eat them out of house and home, added like $200 to their grocery bill, didn't contribute shit, and then when when and then tried to gaslight them in the whole situation. Girl done had a nervous breakdown, couldn't go to work no more, just because she was just doing way too fucking much. And she wasn't the only one she did that shit to. She did it to her family members and shit, and she was just trying to be a good friend and help her out. 
And now I look at it. And that's when I think like, damn, y'all really got some shitty ass fucking friends with the air quotes out here. Because I'm like, I ain't got no, I ain't got no friends like that. I can't imagine bending over backwards to help somebody. And for only for them to turn around and say, you didn't do enough to help me. If you don't kiss my ass. What are you talking about? The widest part of it. <laughs> what? What? It's just such a slap in the face. And like, I don't know. I treat my friends like family. I couldn't imagine like being that fucking nefarious or backhanded with certain shit. First of all, it takes too much energy and I ain't got it, baby. I need a nap right just now. Just be regular. Why are y'all so stank? <laughs> just be regular. It's not hard to just be regular. Y'all are weird. Y'all are being very weird. You know how weird it would be for me to like bypass my own nigga to go up to his friend and be like, thank you for letting me borrow your hoodie that night where it was cold. Um, Here's the meatball parm. I know it's your favorite. Uh, so you can have for lunch for work. What? And I'm guaranteed somebody's like, she's sucking his dick. Of course. Because niggas. What are we supposed to think? Yeah, man. Girl, keep it cute. Sometimes you got to keep it cute. Sometimes y'all just gotta leave us the fuck out of it as well. Sometimes you have to keep it the fuck cute. And especially when people are in like relationships, like some of that cutesy fun shit that you do with with your your platonic friends ain't so cutesy and fun when you're doing with somebody else's man. Okay? Like your platonic friends, y'all can lay on a couch together and go to sleep after watching a movie. That's what friends do. But I'd be damned if I walk in and y'all fucking, you know, fucking cuddling and spooning and shit on my goddamn couch. Get the fuck, wake the fuck up, man. <laughs> get your ass up. There's a lot of... It's, it's let's let's raise fucking hell in this bitch. I mean, wouldn't would there ever be a per more perfect time to do so? And with that being said, that exact scenario you just like laid out. Mm -hmm. Can we stop with the fake TikToks of you walking in on your significant other in bed with someone else, and now we got to see what ensues from that? It's fake. I'm not calling. I'm calling bullshit on all of it. Leave us out of it. I'm not really. Um moved by any of those things anymore so me need i don't want to i don't need the discourse and the shit and the way the fucking twitter algorithm is set up right now they just keep feeding me the same bullshit um i feel like i was on spill when i was really into having my ipad fully charged that lasted a whole two weeks but they are finally dropping the android version i hope this month mm -hmm. i will be over on spill with the niggas and hopefully there ain't too much bullshit going on over there or i gotta go on blue sky or so i don't know but i'm sick of the twitter algorithm fucking me over what's that um that that chat room thing that they used to have they don't do that no more what's the uh, clubhouse probably yeah yeah i'm not over there where it was like you needed an invitation and uh -huh. personal invite yeah and then it would just be people that are talking nonsense for five hours my hair is giving Dee Dee pickles. Um. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all can't see it, but she said it. And I can't say I disagree. Oh, boy. It's um, not awful, but like the dude on Twitter, they said his shit like Dee Dee pickles, and I pissed myself. 
Because he was just talking all this nonsense. <laughs> fucking Diddy pickles on my fucking timeline. This is my favorite part of the um the Twitters is that there's always somebody who um is here for the jokes. And here for the that's jokes. who I'm here for. Yes, and I do not want to be the main character. Yeah. Ever. No, never. Ever. I've been kind of getting close with trying to, you know, I've really just responded to like the messy threads, like the six brown chick shit. And I get like likes and stuff, all that. But I was like, long as nobody don't look at my profile picture and be like, oh, bitch, I know you ain't talking. Like, so <laughs> one caveat. Like, I don't want that. Ah, shit. It's so funny. Life is but a dream. It is. Is that is that the episode we're gonna cut? That is the episode. Let's get the fuck up out of here, okay? That is the episode. Anchor.fm slash GC Pod. Honestly, I really do think that link has changed, but it will direct you to where the podcast is. Next week, I'll be better and actually figure out what the fuck it is. But that's where you can find all the episodes. Listen right there on the website or link it to your favorite podcasting app. Mm-hmm. And follow us on Instagram at the GC Pod. Feel free to send us some of the bullshit that you've seen over the internet um over there um happy december you know let's finish q4 strong please go watch renaissance if you haven't seen the show or if you have seen the show i think it's i think it's just a good i think it's good to see if you care about beyonce um or care about concerts in general i think it was it's a tour of the century but yeah enjoy your week and we will see you guys next week Yep, bye.